It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten Yep, my neighborhood is covered in a nice little dusting of snow, and there's winter winter weather heading uh, for areas north of the city. Dave Bradley was saying something like 5 to 10 centimeters expected in some areas like uh, Barrie and beyond. Wow. If you haven't started putting up your Christmas or holiday decorations yet and you feel kind of funky, you may want to get uh, crack-a-lackin' this weekend. Why? Because according to experts... It could spark your happiness. Yes, uh, Nicole McCann, who is a clinical psychologist at the Toronto Neurofeedback and Psychotherapy Center, said, I think for a lot of us, it brings back those childhood nostalgic memories from that magical time. But there is actually science behind it. Jillian Mandich is the founder of the International Happiness Institute of Health Science Research, and she joins the show. Hi. Hi, Jillian. Hi. Great to have you on. What's it like working at the International Happiness Institute? Is it ridiculously joyful or? Most of the time, yes. You know, we, we really figure out how do we increase and sustain happiness. And so, you know, especially we're talking about and we're looking outside right now and seeing snow. And sometimes that might evoke, especially here in Canada when it's cold, uh, not happiness, but really uh, when we think about ways that we can increase our happiness, decorating for the holidays is, is one of those ways for a lot of people. So how do you conduct research into the benefits of decorating early for the holiday season, whether you're celebrating, you know, a Hanukkah, you're celebrating Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating? You know, what's interesting is that what we know from research is that it, like, even right now, if I ask you right now on a scale of one to 10, how happy would you say you are with no judgment, just sort of, okay, like notice Seven. how happy am I? So what's interesting is your seven, if I was to take a validated questionnaire that I use in research and score it, I would probably get an answer pretty close to you. So what we know is that as humans, we're pretty good at assessing how happy we are. But what we're not as good at is assessing what it is that makes us happy. So often we think it's the big shiny moments, the birthdays, the graduations that are the things that bring us the most amount of happiness. But in, in reality, when we look at the data, uh, it's really the day-to-day things, the small bursts of joy that actually add up to a happier life. Why is that? Are we just not self-aware enough? It's, it's it one, potentially that, but not necessarily. But also, we have, like, our brain has a lot of biases, right? We, we think we perceive things the way that we do, but in reality, sometimes that's not the case. And so what we know from research when we measure happiness is that when we think about, say, for example, um, your, a big holiday party you're throwing, and we think it's going to be this amazing thing or a wedding or a birthday, whatever it is, what we anticipate the amount of happiness that we're going to get or derive from that event is actually less than we actually get, and it doesn't affect us for as long as we think it does. So sometimes we have this sort of bias where we don't really understand things the way they are. And that's why the science of happiness is such an important part of the conversation because then we can actually look at what matters, what's important, how do we measure it, and how do we increase it um, both in the short term and the long term. It's interesting that you you bring up the excitement and anticipation. That's one of my favorite things. I do that when I'm, you know, a party's coming up or a holiday is coming up or a, a vacation is coming up. My, I get so much joy out of anticipating how exciting and how wonderful that's going to be. And I, I don't think I'm alone with that. But two very important men in my life 
um, my husband and uh, my uh, producer, Chris Creston, both, uh, I have asked them several times, are you excited about different things? And they're like, nah, we don't get excited. Is that a better place to live? You know, what's interesting is that when we look at, say, for example, booking a holiday or something like that, where we're planning ahead, it's actually, in terms of increasing our happiness, better to book out with an extended period leading up to that trip because the trip or the whatever the event is or the thing brings us happiness in the moment. But if we then add on the amount of days or weeks leading up to that where we're thinking about that, it brings more happiness. Like, say, for example, you have, you know, a regular, typical, normal day today, but you're thinking about the uh, holiday party that you're going to or the birthday party or whatever the thing is. When you think about it, it starts to stir up happiness or joy within you. So it's starting to evoke that feeling beforehand for some people. And at the same time, it's kind of like when people, when I tell somebody I'm a happiness researcher, the number one question I get asked is, okay, well, what's the magic pill, right? Like, what's <laughs> the one thing? And the truth is, there's no one thing. And it's just right. like, for example, what works for you may not work for your husband or your children or your mm. producer or your friends. And so part of understanding happiness is understanding that we all see it and experience it in different ways. And so it's not a question of what's right or wrong. It's what's right for us. Okay, so we know that there are people that started decorating right after Remembrance Day. They put up the tree, they put up the lights, they uh, started to wrap gifts that they had already bought. Can you tell us what goes on? Because apparently those people are feeling joy um, with getting into the holiday spirit early. Can you tell us what's going on in your brain? Absolutely. And you know, I'm full transparency in that category. So one of the things as a happiness researcher is I read the data, I read the research, I do the research, but I also apply things in my personal life. And so one of the things, there's a lot of research that shows that for most people, decorating early for the holidays can increase their happiness. And for a variety of reasons, both in terms of introducing novelty, a lot of times decorating for the holidays brings back, like you said at the beginning, you know, feelings of nostalgia or happiness of your childhood or things like that. And so I also am one of those people that I'm like, okay, well, if if these things increase happiness, let's decorate. And what we see is that if we're somebody where we have a positive association with the holiday season, then introducing the decorations earlier extends the window that Mm -hmm. we get to enjoy or appreciate that time of the year. Is there a release of dopamine? Is that what's happening in your brain? Absolutely. So we have we have a couple things going on in terms of the physiology. So you have dopamine, serotonin, a lot of these feel-good hormones that we can get when we see the colors, the lights, the decorations, the, the symbolism. It triggers memories in our brain on a physiological level. We have some of those hormones released in our body, which triggers this sort of chemical response, which increases our feelings of happiness, joy, um, especially when we, we start decorating, we look at those things. I was reading that chromotherapy, which is color therapy, yes. uh, can be used to treat your mood. So should you opt for colored lights on the tree? Because I've been kicking it with the white lights forever. Mm. You know, I, I am too. I'm in that camp. And so color is not necessarily, it needs to be in the spectrum of a rainbow. It can be white as well. Um, so it's really what do we like that? Like for, for myself, just like you, I have like white lights everywhere. But... I also have colors in the decorations that I have. 
or in the clothes that I'm wearing or in mm-hmm. the in the displays or things that we have arranged. So it's not necessarily a certain color is better. It's more what do we like and how do we feel when we see those things? And that is the key piece. And having any sort of illumination, light, anything like that in that spectrum uh, is really beneficial because what happens, like you said, and we talked about on a physiological level, it starts to trigger some of those hormones to be released that, that trigger those feelings of well-being and contentment and, and memories, nostalgia. Julian, when we first started talking, uh, I don't know if it was meant to be a rhetorical question, but you asked me uh, how happy I was on a scale of from one to ten, uh-huh. and I said seven. Can I ask you the same question? Where are you? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I just got in from a walk with my puppy. So I'm like a nine right now because I did something that made me happy. And the thing is, though, with happiness, it's not a consistent thing throughout the day. It, it ebbs and it flows. Mm-hmm. And to know, and I think one of the things from research that is really empowering is that each and every one of us have the capacity to do things that make us happier. So if we're not feeling so great, maybe we're lower on the spectrum right now, then it can be some of those simple joys, like, for example, taking your dog for a walk that can shift our mood and start to, to transition things into feeling differently. I, the reason why I asked you is I haven't decorated yeah. yet. I have a wreath on my door. That's it. I'm one of those people that I wait until December hits and then I'll start to put up the deco- decoration slowly. Although I might rethink that after our conversation here. But one of the interesting things that I, I've noticed and I do, I, I turn on my Christmas lights probably around December 10th and then I leave them well to, I, I'm, I'm loathsome to turn them off by the mm-hmm. even uh, start of February because I feel like mm-hmm. I, I get joyful when it's dark out at night and I see Christmas lights on. So it makes me sad that we don't uh, leave our Christmas lights on for longer during the winter and just turn them into winter, you know, lights, holiday lights that extend through the winter season. That actually could reinforce the idea of community, apparently, right? Because these decorations spark joy for people that you don't even know. Yeah, you know, I love that you brought this up because it's actually research that shows that when we see a neighbor decorate for the holidays, we're more likely to think that they're more community-minded. They're more friendly than other neighbors just by observing that the fact that they put up light. So I think especially, you know, now that things are starting to open up a little bit more and we're starting to connect more with our friends and our family and our neighbors, that is actually something that people will evaluate who you are based on how you display in terms of your home. And so, yeah, there's absolutely a lot of research in terms of people that decorate being uh, rated as more community-minded and as more neighborly. Jillian, uh, I want to thank you for your time. Before I let you go, you are founder of the International Happiness Institute. Does the office place smell like warm cookies? Right now, it smells like, because I have an artificial tree because I've decorated (laughs) early, it smells like pine. I bought candles. It smells like pine trees. So that I, uh-huh. I, it smells like I have a real tree. <laughs> All right. So no warm cookies. I was just wondering no, what a place like that is. would smell like. And I just immediately <laughs> went to, it's white chocolate macadamia nut. Beautiful. Um, Jillian, thanks so much for joining us. It's been really fun talking to you. And I think I'm probably at, a, I'm going to say eight and a half now. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been such a, it's brought me a lot of happiness to talk to you today. Excellent. Me too. Have a great day and pat that puppy. Uh, Jillian Mandich is the founder of the International Happiness Institute of Health Science Research. That wasn't a euphemism for something. She just got in from walking her puppy if you're joining us now.